pause and the emotions are going high. And as we learned as investors, when the emotions are high, we just go back to our systems. We try not to get caught up in emotions. Let's go to the numbers. Let's see what is happening. Where is the money flowing to? Where is it flowing away from? And how can we rebalance accordingly so that we catch the upside and we reduce the downside? So in the last live YouTube session, I've shared with you uh, one segment rotation that is really, really important to get. We are moving from growth stocks, specifically tech and IT related growth stocks to um, energy commodities because there will be, um, well, there is geopolitical risk and there will be economical risk. People talking of a possible recession, other people talking about a stagflation, which is quite similar, basically low growth expectation. And so when we have low growth expectation, growth stocks cannot go um, far. That's why if your fundamental analysis on them is right, they are still something to keep. But if you want to de-risk, then you have to um, check the moves that we shared last week in the live sessions on YouTube, which is rebalancing your portfolio to include the bull runs. And the bull runs are right now agricultural supply demand play. Russia is not a big GDP nation, but it's a big um, natural resources export region that leads to a squeeze. They were delivering um, wheat and other commodities to the world. The demand for commodities is still high. The supply is lower, basic economics. The price is going up. That's why of all today's markets, everything red except energy, utilities, and some basic materials, commodities. Last week, we have seen, we've looked into specific commodity producer stocks, commodity producer ETFs that you might want to buy. Um, and I've been sharing last week what I was selling, what I was buying. Let me share also this week what I was selling, what I was buying, and how you might prepare for three possible scenarios. Scenario A, the growth case. We have hyper growth in 2022, like we had it in, in 2020. I think the probability is 5%. Then we have base case. Base case is we have slow growth. In that case, I think the probability there is 40%. And then we have the third case, which is negative growth or no growth, stagflation slash recession. And that has a higher probability from my perspective. Um, and if we hear the macro experts, today I was hearing Raul Paul, he thinks recession is is here it's not coming it's here he looks at commodity squeezes 
he looks at the energy bull run right now and he has been buying bonds and gold over the last weeks now he didn't share everything but we have also been buying gold over the last weeks and that was a very good idea um in, i hold now four gold producers so stocks of gold producers one stock of silver producer i'm happy to share if you if you want to know exactly which one they are i just look for them which are solid in terms of cash flow uh, have a low price to earnings and price to sales ratio so have basically are doing well in a recession they are liquid they they have enough cash flow and liquidity and they are cheap right now and uh, and they're all going up of course let's let's look at some of them maybe so this is the market right now we have technology down we have financials down we have communications down consumer cyclical down in healthcare we have only johnson and johnson um, with plus one and then we have consumer defensive even down with one exception costco and then we have industrials down real estate down energy up utilities up basic materials some of them up let's have a look right there and i'm understanding more and more why people like bill gates started to go into agriculture because we will have a strong squeeze there same look at the crypto markets they are recovering right now so one hour ago they were red you have just seen them switch right now live they are beginning to to recover but it was a tough tough last 20 hours and um let's look a little bit at the single positions right canadian natural resources we bought them in the beginning of january and um they're doing super strong we are up around 26 percent since since we bought them so congrats everybody canadian canadian natural resources a dividend stock very very solid um because of the natural gas um, and commodity side that it is in same thing with next era energy doing really really well this one is still a buy canadian i wouldn't buy this week anymore i'm happy i did in january but they are reaching um the top right now different from next era energy because they have some room for growth and they look well and i have been buying more of them um, just two hours ago um, if we look at the energy sector it, this is an etf that just looks at the overall energy sector as as a single unit it's a clear it's a clear bull run and this is for multiple reasons that we have explored last week um, this but to, to sum it up supply lower than demand and it's just the beginning the energy play is a structural play this will not be solved over the next three years so if you want to get if you want to add one assumption to your assumptions add the thesis to your list of theses that your portfolio is built on this one is a strong case 
look at energy situation, look at the world, what the world needs in terms of basic elements, look at water, look at fertilizers, look at... And when we talk fertilizers, Nutrien has been one of the best picks of our January and February sessions. Nutrien um, create fertilizers. And how do you grow food? So what will the world need? Food, water. How do you grow food? You need fertilizer. You need specific um, raw materials, basic materials in the earth. And they are and they are right now shooting all up. Same thing with MOS, the Mosaic company, fertilizers. Ah, look at this chart. So, of course, now it's too late. Um, we have been buying in January and in February. February was still a good time to go in. I wouldn't touch them right now, but I am super happy that we have built up this position in, in, in February together. Congrats if you went in. Let's look at sand. Sandstorm, that's a gold producer. So they produce gold and they, they have some room to grow. So they might still be something that you want to look at, do your due diligence. Um, you can use our 10-step checklist and then... After you did your fundamental due diligence, you look at the charts. And the chart is actually not looking bad. So there is some room to grow here. And definitely this is a short-term opportunity. Long-term, I'm not enough of an expert in, in terms of gold. Um, my, my gold exposure has started since I'm long Bitcoin, long gold since January. Uh, I've never um, bought gold so far because... The situation was never um, as it is right now. Gold. Yeah, that's Barry Gold. And the name <laughs> tells you what it is. It's another gold producer. And um, this is at all-time high. I wouldn't buy it now. But it has helped our portfolio in our Sprinters community stay green as basically all portfolios were red because we have added this part and this part has really boomed. Now, I don't want to bore you with all the single uh, stocks, but definitely if you're looking for a silver play, PASS is the American Silver Corporation, which I think is really interesting because silver is one of the elements that has this um, lower, lower uh, supply than demand and because it has industrial use. So Pioneer Natural Resources, actually very nice stocks, also an energy play that we have been doing. It's right now in a, in a little dip, but look where the dip is. So this is absolutely overbought. Uh, don't touch it right now, but it's one of the good ones. And uh, Kinross is struggling. I don't know why Kinross Gold is really struggling. Um, and... Um, you, you might want to watch this one. I think this is definitely one uh, worth watching. And then we come to the cryptos. Bitcoin slowly recovering 38.5. Is it the bottom? Nobody knows. Depends on so much geo, geopolitical things. Is the world really looking at Bitcoin right now as being a safe haven? I don't know. I think gold is right now what the world sees as a safe haven. I think Bitcoin has still some work to do. We need some adoption. We need some, some more proof. But definitely the, the world is marketing Bitcoin 
if you look at the at the geopolitical conflicts, this is what, what people wanna wanna have. Um, so yeah, the marketing the world is becoming a marketing department for Bitcoin, but I don't think we are there yet. I am long Bitcoin. I am long gold. I'm um, massively overexposed Bitcoin, and it stays that way. I've never never sold one, and I don't I don't think of doing it. Solana. Solana is in a very cheap situation. I think Solana is very undervalued. We have been analyzing the hell out of Solana. We are looking at developer flows uh, and at every single technical, economical, and tokenomics um, uh, number. Solana, I'm still absolutely bullish Solana. And if, if, I, if I hadn't already a lot of Solana, I would be buying every week. But I have been buying every week for the last year. So Ethereum is weak and um, doesn't surprise us a lot. They need to deliver. Avalanche was really strong over the last days and now might come back into a zone where you might snipe it. Luna. I've been unstaking some of my Luna because I had too much stake that I wanted to sell and I couldn't because it takes me 21 days to unstake on Terra Luna. Um, but yeah, they are around 80 right now. I see them easily at 100. And um, at that point, at 98, uh, we in our community, we would have doubled. And so that's the time where you should take some profits from Luna. But there are such bullish news there. I'm I'm quite bullish, Luna. Now they are not the the main the winner in the stable coins sections. Um, the winner in the stable coin section is USDC. And by the way, I've been increasing my stable coin positions over the last weeks because yeah, we might have some some uh, buying opportunities coming up. I have sold all my Phantom. Um, still believe in Phantom, but I think that now that one of the uh, coders uh, has has gone, I think there will be a negative FUD around it for a while, and I don't want to be in these FUD waters. I might get in later again. I think 1.3 is a very good price for Phantom, but the overall sentiment is so negative around everything that is risk on that I don't add risk on right now. I reduce risk on, so I sold all my phantom and I've put that into stablecoins, USDC to be specific. And I'm, I'm waiting to buy soon, as soon as the trend reverses. Right now, nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what the geopolitical situation is and nobody knows what the market is. So what do we do in this situation? We just wait for clarity and... Um, make ourselves ready for clarity. What does the tennis player do after after the ball got to the other side? He centers, he centers and is ready for the ball coming back. So this is moment to centering. What is centering in portfolio construction is going your overall allocation and looking at the overall story. So let me show you my current overall allocation. This is my, my stock portfolio and my um, crypto assets portfolio. If you look at the stocks portfolio, I'm still overexposed growth stocks. That's the blue one. Uh, but 
I am adding now over the last weeks, every week I'm adding commodity ETFs, energy ETFs, single fertilizer stocks. I think I am at five fertilizer stocks one now. The best ones were Nutrien, NTR, and the Mosaic Company, MOS. I have added dividend stocks, and especially from the utilities space, energy space, basic material space. I have added commodity stocks, commodity ETFs. Two of them are doing really, really nice. One is run by BlackRock, one is run by Lixor. That was a friend of mine who told me that. Thank you for that. And um, I'm still overexposed to digital assets. So over the next weeks, I'm reducing my digital assets. I'm reducing the growth stocks in the ratio compared to dividend fertilizers and ETFs, uh, energy, energy ETFs and commodity ETFs, which I want to increase. So I want this ratio to become less risky. It's too risky. That's not a good portfolio to have right now. So it's time to rebalance, right? But you need the right time. Of course, you want to sell high and you want to buy low. So it's not just selling and buying in panic, but being patient, do your homework, do your fundamental analysis, do your uh, technical analysis, and then buy at the right moment, sell at the right moment. So I'm still too heavy uh, Amazon, Google, but I have added some energy plays. And um, I'm, of course, in the reds with MicroStrategy, PayPal, CleanSpark, Coinbase, Shopify, Square, uh, really in the red with them, but the fundamentals are there. I will just reduce the exposure there, but I believe in them long term. In three years, they are doing really, really well. But this year, mm, I don't think so. So it's okay to have positions in the red when you really believe in them and just to wait and hold them five years. But you don't want to have your whole portfolio in the red waiting, right? Um, at least I don't. If, if you want that, please do it. I want parts of my portfolio, one third, to generate revenue right now. And, and that's what we did with the segment rotation. Now... On the crypto side of things, I have consolidated into the top five. So I'm now only long Bitcoin with 57%, then Solana with 21%, Ethereum with 13%, Luna with 5%, and Avalanche with 1.6%. I have sold all my Phantom and all my engine. And I've sold also Solent, which was which was a, a mistake in the first place. Um, much too risky play didn't pan out. And so, but, but when you go risk play, you have to know that you need 100 bets for one to, to work. And I knew it, um, didn't work. I consolidated at a loss. I sold at a loss and I consolidated that into stable coins, uh, USDC, which is the smallest slice in here in terms of the thesis my main thesis is the world needs a true store of value that thesis is validated and every day the world is talking about it if you open whatever newspaper you talk about right now the world is talking about that the current store of value the fiat uh, currencies are 
imploding and the world is looking for a more stable um, store of value. So, and they are searching like crazy and some of them find it in gold, some of them find it in Bitcoin. Um, I am long both and this is my Bitcoin play. The second thing is smart contracts. Still, traditional financial world is being disrupted into a decentralized um, uh, world and also into the age of autonomy. We will have soon agricultural um, machines um, working and then sharing in a common database that is on a blockchain, of course, sharing with the robots what to sell and then the robots bring it to the market and sell it. They bring back the profits, they reinvent, they reinvest in, in machines, in productivity, etc. And that whole thing will need smart contracts. So long term, I'm still bullish smart contracts and we are seeing them um, really, really get better every week. And then 1% right now is stable coins and I will increase this 1% um, up to 10% over the next weeks as we move forward. This is some ideas about your portfolio and what you can do. Whatever you need, let me know and I'm happy to analyze it and share my findings with you. And uh, keep rolling, everybody.